0: Welcome to the launch your live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily top level live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming.
1: Are you looking to get into live streaming? However, you might feel like you're a fraud. Maybe you don't have some of the capabilities or even the skills that other people do when they're live streaming. So, on this episode of The Launcher Live show and podcast, Marco Novo and myself Christian Kearsavage, we're going to be talking about ways to overcome imposter syndrome as a live streamer. And here's the thing, imposter syndrome. It's real, hundred percent real. It's something that, you know, if you've never, for example, gotten into live streaming and you're like, Hey, you know what? This looks really cool. It looks like something I want to do, but you've never done it before. It, it that, that mountain that you got to climb can seem like a really, really, really tall mountain. You know, there's a lot that you have to get over. And it's not just the fact that like, oh, it's new technology that it's, you know, a new system to learn. You also have to teach yourself that you are comfortable doing this. So you got to teach yourself that, you know what, you're comfortable, um, you know, doing something that you're you're getting outside of your comfort zone, being able to tell yourself, you know what, you can do this. And so what Marco and I have done is we've identified seven ways to overcome imposter syndrome. We're going to talk about those here. Uh, But first, I want to make sure I introduce Marco. So I'm going to bring on Marco. Marco is uh, a friend of mine. He and I have been uh, doing this Amazon Live portion of Launch Your Live for quite a while now. Um, by the way, for those of you who are tuning in, if you do want to check out what we're doing, we're streaming over to Amazon Live, by the way, all you have to do is go to launch your dot live forward slash EP. I think this is nine zero. So let me check with Marco. Marco, is this episode 90? I think it is, right?
2: I think it is. Yes.
1: Definitely fantastic, by the way. And I want to just thank a hello, lot. of by the way. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs>
2: hello, so hello.
1: <laughs> it's always good having you on. Uh, sorry for the late start, by thank the you. way. Uh, I know we were trying, like, this is the thing about live streaming. So, live streaming yeah. already has its complexities, meaning Absolutely. you're going to go live just like we're doing now. And guess what? Marco came into the studio just like normal, and we had an audio issue. His audio did not sound right. And it wasn't that it didn't sound perfect it did not sound right. So there's a, (laughs) there's a fine line there, you know, to understand that. So, um, so what we had to do was had to figure out, well, how do we get his audio to actually sound good? Because we want to make sure that again, if it's live video, guess what? The most important part of live video is the audio. It's not the video. The video is actually one of the furthest things that you want (laughs) to focus on for your live streams. Um, so it's great to see everyone, by the way, a couple of quick shout outs, uh, Marco, uh, Dean, uh, home hello. one here saying, hello, Marco, uh, well, Dean also, home. <laughs> so Dean, uh, we'll have to meet up Dean. I think you and I might be, uh, we might actually live nearby, I think. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so we'll have to touch base, but we're going to talk about imposter syndrome and we're going to do this. This show is a little different. We're going to have some, you know, let, let's talk like, when do you want, when do you want to talk about products, Marco, like throughout, or do you want to do that at first? What do you think?
2: Well, we can talk uh, in the betweens. <laughs> like okay. bridging from sure. uh, topic to topic. I think could be a nice, nice thing.
1: So let's do this. Let's first talk about what imposter syndrome is. So Marco, tell us, tell our viewers, what is imposter syndrome?
2: Okay. It's that gut feeling that you're not good enough, that your knowledge is not enough. And, and by the way, It's at some point, let me highlight this because I think it's important. At some point, it's good at least to understand that you have this responsibility to bring uh, different ideas, good content, be aware that it's not enough just, uh, starting talk, talking to the microphone and everything is okay. Not, is not okay. Everything. Okay. So it, for me, it's good at least that sense of, I need to bring good knowledge to my live shows. Okay. At, at this point, it's okay. Then you have two options one is this will stop you from doing live streaming and then you are hited right in the eye with uh, imposter syndrome or in the other side which is our recommendation is how can i be comfortable how can i be confident to go live even though i know and it's normal i think both of us uh, chris we know that there's other people knowing if not more than us in at some uh, things, they know more than us and it's okay, but we have our knowledge, we have our experience. And also we understand that this is an uh, continuously improving process. For instance, I'm improving my English. <laughs> so feeling that thing that you're not good enough. There's already so many people talking about this topic. I won't be able to bring more value to the to the field this is when you're feeling the imposter syndrome
1: absolutely and and that's a great point by the way and so here's the thing with imposter syndrome so it's doubting your abilities it's feeling like a fraud you gotta look at like this so for example we're talking live streaming i've been doing live streaming for quite a while so i didn't just like jump into it i've been i've been doing it for a while i've worked in digital marketing for quite a long time actually You know, um, I know friends that, you know, for example, they've they're used to, for example, being off camera. They've been a radio DJ. So for them, it's easy. All they have to do is, you know, hey, oh, I just flip the camera on. Now I'm already talking to an audience and they can see me now, Marco, on the flip side. How did you get into live streaming? Was it, you know, you just got into it or what'd you do?
2: Yeah, yeah. I I and th- I think this is one of the recommendations we, we all do. Mm-hmm. It's don't think too much. I was scrolling my Facebook feed mm-hmm. uh, f- six years ago, yep. and I saw this post from a good friend of mine. He was saying, oh, so I'm trying this new tool called Blab. Join me. Yeah. I went there. He, I was uh, chatting in the in the chat, <laughs> uh-huh. of course. And then he invited me and I didn't think too much. And I, I jump to the screen. Yeah. I loved the experience. I didn't, and, and I think this is something you should have in mind. Don't overthink. Exactly. This is a good point.
1: And speaking of that, I want to bring up a, a comment, by the way, that we had. And this is from Dean as well. Dean, great uh, advice. I think sometimes you watch YouTube. And you see so many talented people, but you think everyone has a story tell and telling it your way is the best way. And that's absolutely true. So the thing with imposter syndrome is (laughs) we're thinking that like we're not capable of doing this, for example. So, you know, I'm not going to lie. Like if you want to get into live streaming, for example, and you've never done it or you've never done, you know, you want to do Amazon live, for example, and you've never done it. It's it it is a battle because you have to come to terms with yourself to get yourself comfortable enough. And then you also then have to figure out how it actually works and how you actually do it. It's one thing. And I think Marco, you mentioned this earlier. It's one thing to the, the easy part, the hardest part is starting, but you also have to package in yourself and all that other stuff that goes with it. However, it's, it's easy to just start. Like it's easy to just record videos or to do a live stream. But then there's all the other things that you need to do to make it work. So it's like, um, like I'll give you the example of a car. So somebody that wants to start to learn how to drive. Step one is, I mean, I guess it would be step one. It's, it's literally just, okay, how do I start the vehicle? <laughs> so that's the easy thing. Okay, you know what? I unlock the doors. Great. Next thing I start, I get in the car, I start the vehicle and then, okay, how do I actually make it drive? How do the pedals work? You know, how do I do all these things then to make it actually move? And that's the same thing, you know, that holds true for live streaming. You have to make sure that, you know, you know how all that stuff, you you know how it works or you have a good semblance of how it works. doesn't mean you have to be an expert at it, but you do have to, you know, for example, if you're going to be on camera, you got to know camera presence. You got to know how do I improve my microphone? How do I improve my lighting? So if you see somebody already doing it, it's not thinking, well, okay, you know what? They're already doing it. I'm not going to do it because someone else is doing it. Everybody, as Dean mentioned, has a story to tell. And so what we want to do here, uh, Marco, is we want to go through um, seven things about overcoming imposter syndrome. And so the first one we want to talk about, Marco, is respecting your progress. Can you talk about this? What is this?
2: Well, the thing is, it's it's kind of like Dean Home mentioned. It's... And by these days, I think this is, uh, it's hard. It's hard because we see people with amazing setups, with amazing image, with amazing sound, and also with amazing messages, really powerful content, really uh, bringing value to the field. And this, it's scary. Yes. I Sometimes I get scared as well. I think, oh my God, this guy or this lady, he or he is so good. I can't be the same. I can't be that good. So forget that. One of the things I recommend when I do my trainings or when I uh, make my consultations, or even when I talk with friends is you don't, you should not look to that people when, uh, right now, because you're not on the same stage. Okay. You're not in the same level. Look at them when they were at the level you are right now. And I'm probably sure that they were not that good. Okay. Yes. Some, they were amazing at the beginning. Exceptions. Okay. And don't rule your life based on this kind of exceptions because it's, it's not fair for you. It's not fair. Yeah. Okay. So base your things on the, the point you are. Okay. And look at them because for instance, there's a, a famous, a really famous YouTuber, Marcus Brownlee. Yep. And when he started, no technical, no no big fancy cameras, no big fancy microphone, just wheel. I think it was the only thing that you can notice that was amazing. It's wheel and then improve. Yes. And this is something that that you should have in mind. Respect your progress. Don't want to have amazing Results when you're just a beginner, it's not fair for you. Okay, yes. if you are if you are a beginner, you will have uh, beginner outputs, and it's normal. Yeah, embrace that and be happy because you may you're making progress.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I love that point there, and you know, kind of to piggyback off of that. So, for example, um, Marquez like, so the guy you mentioned, if you actually watch his videos, he was a kid. He was a kid. He was probably like a teenager, I think. At And if you look at some of this stuff, like you will see that they were videos of him. Like, you know, he was actually playing with some of the tech that like, you know, it was like a, a kid. And it said like, hey, you know, you want your parents to get you a camera, for example, or something like that. And it was him just doing some recordings of things like that. So here's the thing. He had already started down that path, even though he didn't know he necessarily was down that path. So, you know, he may have known, but for the most part, a lot of people don't. And so I like your point, by the way, Marco, about like respecting your progress, you know, and that's key because if you are just starting out, you're setting that bar so ridiculously high. The chances are you're going to fail and failure. Failure actually can be a good thing because guess what? When you fail, it's a learning opportunity. But you have to give yourself, I would say give yourself grace, like you have to allow yourself at least on those first few to actually, you know, make some mistakes.
2: Absolutely. (laughs) Like I'll give you just a
1: very quick live streaming, uh, you know, uh, just example here. And then we're going to move on to number two. And that's the fact that when I started my show, one of my shows, it was very unstructured. I knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't take the time to actually plan it out. And the show was three hours long, maybe four hours long. And it was a bunch of people just talking, which was fine. But then I started looking at it from the time perspective to see, okay, well, you know, what do I need to like, is this actually worth my time? And so what I have done is I move, you know, in a way you move at your own pace. But at the same time, what I also did was I started to build that structure. So, for example, if it was three hours long, I said, OK, I'm not going to go all the way back to one hour like that. Right. I did. I started at three hours and I said, OK, we're going to like we're going to reduce it down, reduce it down, reduce it down to where we get a manageable length of time for the live stream. So again, key thing is respect your progress. Allow yourself to make mistakes. That's how people get better. So you make a mistake, you learn from that mistake, you improve. And guess what? You hear this, a lot of people say this. They say, you know what? Make the mistakes early and often so that you can improve faster.
0: Absolutely.
1: Number one, respect your progress. So number two is all about preparing yourself. Now Marco I'm gonna uh, you tell me if there's anything you want me to to bring up here for these
2: Okay I I um there's these books we have yep. in the carousel and for me they are amazing I'm I'm just gonna talk fastly about them because I don't want to give you too, too much spoiler. (laughs) Okay, So rejection proof, it's something that if you want to be a content creator and there's this thing, if you want to be a a content creator, one of the things you need to understand and learn to deal it's with rejection. Okay. Because you may find some haters, you may think, and I think this happened to you, Chris as well. When we create this, content. And we say, Oh my God, this is so good. This is so amazing. Oh, this, this will explode the internet. Uh And then at the end of the day, just your like there. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. you have to learn with this. So this is why I, I I thought about this rejection proof. It's an amazing book. And also this outliers and bounds. It's about the same topic, which is uh, the 10,000 hours of practice uh, intentional practice. if you want to become really amazing doing something, you need to have this 10,000 hours of intentional practice and what is intentional practice? have in mind. We every day we drive our cars for one hour, two hours and it's not hard to get these 10,000 hours of practice driving. And most of us, we are not the Formula One champion or (laughs) Indy car champions because we are not being intentional driving, okay? So have in mind that almost all the time practice makes you better. And uh, another thing which is is important when we talk about uh, uh, imposter syndrome, uh, that voices, which could be from yourself or others, Asking you, why are you doing this? Because you're not that good. Stop doing that. The answer is, well, this is why and why I'm doing this often. I will do this even more to become better so I can excel this. Okay. Don't go with that voices. You're not that good. Stop doing. If you think you're not good enough, you need to do it more. Okay. Look what you're doing. Not so good. Look how you can improve and keep the ball rolling. Okay. And these, these books are about this. And believe me, if you want to become a really good, amazing content creator, you need to read a lot. Okay. So that's why we think that bringing books is always a good thing. So Marco, do
1: me a favor. Can you bring up some of these books like, let's bring up, you know, pick whichever one you want, but um, bring up those books. I got to say, I want to thank uh, Dean for the excellent suggestion he said. Okay, I
2: think I have this. So Marco's going to check on that book.
1: He's he, Dean, though, is suggesting a book on, um, it's on digital filmmaking. And like, again, I, I've actually checked out that book and it's a very good book. Um, again, it's all about, so preparing yourself. So for example, if you want to, like, you'll notice, like when we talk about preparing yourself, we're not talking about immediately starting with, the camera and the lights and the audio, like the audio is important. Like for example, I said, audio is key for live video, not necessarily the video quality because people will listen to audio if it's good, but really what matters is the content comes down to what you're going to be, uh, you know, what you're going to be producing. So for example, if your show is uh, like, you just, you kind of have to craft it to what you want it to be. But again, it's all about preparing yourself. You, You have something Marco.
2: Well, just uh, put yourself full screen because I'm going to get the book. Yeah, sure. And so I'll Marco's going to get this full screen.
1: <laughs> awesome. So for those of you who are listening, by the way, to the podcast, you can check out everything we're doing at launcher.live forward slash EP90. So while Marco goes and gets that book, we talk about preparing yourself. Uh, if you're watching, by the way, or you know, whether wherever you're watching, let us know in the comments. How do you prepare yourself? Like, like if you just started a new task, what do you do so that you give yourself that boost of confidence? So, um, preparing yourself, obviously that's super, super, super important. Um, whenever Marco's back, I'm going to bring him in, but in the meantime, here's what I want to do. So Marco's got the book. And by the way, for those of you looking, watching, this is what that book looks like. Rejection proof.
2: Okay. We, I have, I have diff- a different cover. That's okay. No okay. worries. Same book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same content. Okay. And this is really an amazing book. Okay. Because he mentioned how important, and this is also um, our times problem. And we see so many marketers talking, it's about results. It's about results. And I'm a process lover. Okay. Because the problem with results, it's that it's most of them, the outcome, it's not our responsibility. Okay. Because there's someone else judging us. There's someone else who makes the decision. There's someone else mm-hmm. who has the, the, how we like to say the knife in the hand. Yeah. Okay. And the outcome, most of the times it's not our responsibility, but the process, most of the times it is so we can control it so sometimes we don't get the result we want but we made it we make a hard work we made an amazing work so we should uh, be happy because of that okay and also we should not be afraid of having not so this not so good results at the beginning because they are normal. Okay. And learn, 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 and uh, understand how you can improve and also be happy for the things you made well.
1: Excellent point. Yeah. So, so number two, obviously prepare yourself now, in addition to books, by the way, so we've highlighted a bunch of books in the carousel. Uh, we talked about rejection proof. So making yourself pretty much invincible. Um, in addition to that, we've got (laughs) Uh, a book on uh, the obstacle is the way. So for example, if you're not sure what direction your live stream needs to go, check that book out. Um, And there's also a book on the imposter syndrome remedy. Uh, But another way that I personally like to prepare myself is to have a notebook. And uh, Dean tends, tends to agree here with me as well, notepad and write down his goals for a project. So I just asked, you know, about how you like to, um, like kind of keep yourself on track, you know, how do you like keep yourself moving forward and start the process. And his was a notebook. And I'm going to talk about this one. And this is, this is the rocket book, by the way. So Marco is going to bring this up, but this is the rocket book. This is the wave model. Uh, They've got quite a few of them. They've got uh, the fusion as well. This is a physical notebook that I can write in. I'm going to show you this physical notebook. But what, what sets this apart is that I can write in it. And then along the bottom here, you see these QR codes. And then there's also along the bottom. See if I can get those to show up. There are some uh, icons along the bottom here. There's a strip of icons along the bottom here. And you basically just check check these. And then what happens is, you know, you write it down. You commit it to memory. You can draw It doesn't matter. And then when you're finished, you open your mobile app. They have a mobile app. And it will scan what's in here on this page and digitize it. So this is that notebook. I want to show you all this, the Rocketbook fusion, smart reusable notebook. Uh, great thing is uh, in this case, uh, some of them are like almost like physical paper. This one is more sort of like a, uh, sort of like a whiteboard, but the pen does not write like a whiteboard marker. It writes like a regular pen. And then the great thing is if you want to erase it, once you've scanned it with the app, you can just use their microfiber cloth. So, I love this for helping prepare myself. So for example, whether it's, you know, setting up a schedule or setting up a list of tasks that you need to work on or just brainstorming ideas and things like that, that you actually want to get done. It's all about setting yourself up for success. So number two is preparing yourself. And by the way, prepare yourself. Also, we could talk about equipment all day. I mean, I'm going to just talk (laughs) about it. I'm going to talk about it briefly, actually. So, um, for example, one of the other things that's like super important when you're talking about preparing yourself for your live streams, um, is for example, making sure that like you've got a computer, for example, like we're not getting into the fancy stuff. So like, let's, let's pull up, like, you know, you've got the MacBook air, for example. So MacBook air, MacBook pro, you've got all these new Macs, for example, you know, it's for example, if you're going to make the investment into being a live streamer, And you've come to terms with the fact that you are not an imposter invest in the right equipment. So for example, invest in the MacBook pro, the Mac mini, for example, if you're a Mac user, so invest in something like this. And uh, the reason is because you've got to prepare yourself for live streaming to have the right kind of equipment. You could get started with any computer, but I will tell you the results are going to be very different. So, um, so that's you know so I highly recommend one of these this is what I use personally I'm using it right now love it can't recommend it enough Marco anything else you want to add on this one
2: well it's it's good as you mentioned have in mind for instance the main goal of your live streaming what do I want to achieve uh, It's sales. it's building my personal brand it's Uh, Educate people also and uh, structure everything, mostly at the beginning. Okay. Uh, Make it um, predictable on your side. Yeah. Okay. Because this will give you more uh, confidence to, to start and then keep moving and structure. Also, it's important to build a kind of framework. OK, so you can ease the pro- preparation process as well. So because one of the problems when you overprepare is, OK, this gives me too much work. I don't want to do it. Let me go watch TV instead.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> OK, so, so this is something you should have in mind. Okay, as well.
1: All about preparing yourself. Uh, by the way, I do want to just address one other comment as well that came up. Um, So we had a person who's watching over on Amazon at launcher.live slash EP nine zero. Ricky was asking, will it convert what is scanned information that could be used in a PDF or a spreadsheet? This is referring (laughs) referring to that Rocketbook notebook. The answer is it creates a PDF and it also creates an image. And basically that that image is searchable. So it uses OCR. So basically when you scan it with your phone, it doesn't just take a picture, it scans all the text and then that actually becomes searchable. So, um, so basically, yes, we'll do what you're looking to do. Okay, Marco. So, okay. So what, so in terms of imposter syndrome, um, let's move on to the number three. So number three is don't rely too much on references. Can you tell people, tell our viewers and listeners, what does that mean?
2: This, as I mentioned before, could be one of the big, huge monsters you will face in this process. You are someone, for instance, on the entrepreneurship uh, field and you look every time at Gary Vee and you get crazy because he's kind of everywhere with amazing image, with a really powerful a uh, message with amazing content everywhere sharing all the time. And you say, Oh my God, I can't do that. I I don't want, I, I can't be, I can't be Gary V. And I'm pretty sure that you won't. Okay. <laughs> so the point is don't overlook to them because this yeah. will stop you because you, I'm pretty sure that you, don't have the B- Gary V budget you don't have Gary V team you don't have Gary V uh, knowledge but there's a place for you as well okay Very don't think job. that when Sinatra sang at those times I'm pretty sure that there were uh, other singers not as big as Sinatra that didn't give up because there's Sinatra in the field oh I won't be singing anymore because there's Sinatra there or I won't be playing football, European football, because there's Cristiano and Messi there. I, I won't, I won't play. I'm gonna make popcorns at the cinema. Okay, yeah. so have this in mind. Yeah. Okay. Don't look too much, because the other thing is that you may lose your identity. Okay, and maybe you try to copy them or to reflect them as well, because oh, it's it's tested, it worked, so it will work with as well with me. Maybe, probably. Uh, it won't.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And so, so don't rely too much on references. And here's the thing: the this this also goes back to getting off the starting block. So, if you, it, it's okay to see like what your competitors doing or what other people are doing, but don't let that dictate what you do. So, you know, as Marco mentioned, like some of these people, they have. I mean, the people he's mentioning, they have a team that does it. They don't do it their team does just about everything they do. And then they, and then, you know, for example, they may show up. So that person shows up and people, you know, people think like, Oh, the person's like, Oh wow. They're somehow able to like do all this stuff. It's because they have a team. They got a team, they delegate tasks. They don't sit there. They're not sitting there. For example, if they're doing their live streams, they're not making their live stream overlays. They got a designer that does it. So all they have to do is say, Hey, you know what? I need to outsource this to my designer. So again, that's not necessarily falling into the imposter side. Um, but it's the fact that you need to be you and you need to say, be you, do you, you need to do you. And that can look very different from what some of these, you know, some of the people that you're used to seeing are doing. So again, they've, they've basically what they've done is they've figured out. And I don't say it's even figuring out things out. What they've done is they know what their strengths are. For example, they then put, Basically, it's betting on yourself. You know what your strengths are. You bet on yourself and you know those are your strengths. So what are you going to do with all the things that you're not good at? You're going to have someone else do those so that you can focus on getting really, 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 really good at the things that you are specifically good at. So,
2: Absolutely. And just just let me add something because this… This is something that I learned by, by my experience. One of the things, and uh, mostly I think this in the uh, English speaking market won't happen, but this may happen in the Portuguese speaking market and also Spanish, because the main thing it's in English. And one of the things that people usually, uh, and this is, uh, about being you, about your identity. Some people pointed the finger to me because, uh, at the beginning I started doing, uh, lives in Portuguese. Then I moved some point at some point to Spanish. And then I moved again to English and some people pointed the finger. Why are you doing this? Because you're Portuguese speak Portuguese, because for me, this is a matter of survival. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. And for me, uh, even though I'm a proud Portuguese, I speak Portuguese uh, with my friends, okay? Usually on my social media, depending on my strategy, on that particular social media, I speak Portuguese or I write sp- Portuguese. But this doesn't have to do with your brand, with your uh, professional strategy, okay? okay? Because if the market who's open to listen to you uh, speaks English, mm-hmm. speak English. It's not perfect. You will improve. Okay. Definitely. Your identity doesn't have to do with the language you're speaking at that point.
1: Excellent point. Yeah. And I want to bring up one comment, by the way, too, from another viewer. And uh, this, this viewers, uh, again, from Dean, Dean saying, uh, I highly recommend surrounding yourself with like-minded people that will also motivate you and upli- uplift you. No negative folks. Great. point. Absolutely. Actually. So again, It's not surrounding yourself. Not like, for example, it's not surrounding yourself with yes, men or women. Uh, It's not surrounding yourself with like, I need to get the best people around me um, who are already at the top of their game. No, it's about surrounding yourself with people who are there to, to build you up, to help you. So great point uh, from Dean. Okay, Marco. So let's do this. Let's move on to number four, by the way. Oh, and by the way, I, before I do that, I want to also uh, highlight a great comment from uh, Ricky should (laughs) watch on Amazon live. He says when in Rome do as Romans do.
2: Absolutely.
1: (laughs) Okay. So that's number three, number four, by the way, and this is, this is a really good one, by the way, for helping you overcome imposter syndrome as a live streamer, gurus and colleagues won't be your customers. Marco, what does this mean?
2: Well, another huge problem. And we think, uh, And I I had this problem when I started, I made uh, offline uh, workshops as those we, we saw before COVID, okay. People in front of you and you're talking about how you can help them, hopefully. But at some point I was talking and I had uh, good audiences, but they, they were looking at me like, okay, this guy seems to be, you know, some, at some point he knows what he's talking about. He, he, he seems to be smart, but most of the things he's saying, I don't understand them. I don't know how I can apply to my reality because I was talking to myself. I was, I had, I was having in mind my colleagues and also these references, how they talk, how they, and I, 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 I was not, I was talking to my ego. Okay. At some point, don't do this. You need to talk to that person that, and it, Imagine this, easy, you have a friend, uh, a relative that calls you at, at dinner. Oh, hello, how are you? Well, I have this problem and he knows that it's, uh, you're the professional on that field, okay? It's not asking about something that you don't know. He calls you, oh, look, I have this problem. How can you help me? And then you start, okay, you need to do this. And you, you start making, making questions and leading the conversation and uh, leading him or her to the solution. It's exactly the same. You need to talk to that people who is, uh, who doesn't know as much as you, most of the times are on your, on your field, of course. And this is the person that you need to help. Is at do you feel that the message is kind of basic? It's like for dummies or for a six-year uh, ch- child, child? Oh, my God. Child? Do you feel that? So you're doing the right thing because it's how you should do it. Okay? Because your colleague won't be your customer. Your guru won't be your customer. Your customer knows most of the times, lesser than you. So talk to them like they had six years. That's the point.
1: Excellent point. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that, you know, when we talk about, when we talk about gurus and colleagues, not being your customers, I think that's the other thing is like a lot of people look at this and think, Oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to get those. I'm going to tweet to those people, or I'm going to invite them to be on my show or things like that. That's great. But guess what's going to happen. You're not going to, they're not going to buy from you. They've got their own customers they're trying to go after, you know? So again, it's like, don't, I guess, you know, the takeaway here with gurus and colleagues, you know, they won't be your customers. Just, you know, build those relationships, but don't, don't rely on them to do the heavy lifting for yourself. It's going to, it takes a team, you know, and it takes a lot of effort on your part. So if you want to get somewhere, you can learn from them, but don't expect them to be necessarily on your team everybody typically has their own team. Okay. (laughs) So, um, number five in terms of overcoming imposter syndrome. So we're going to talk about building on past mistakes to find solutions. So Marco, can you kind of elaborate on this one?
2: Yeah, because you made a journey. And okay, and it's impossible that during your journey, you didn't have mistakes, you didn't have uh, hard days, you didn't have uh, difficulties, and hopefully you overcome all of them. So you can start your narrative with that. Okay, so today I had this situation and this was causing me this, this and this okay and how i overcome it i made this this and this and i i'm a believer that in your audience even though it could be only one person only one it's there stopped at the same point you were today at the beginning of the day and you came with a solution to their problem or a similar problem or a a kind of same problem. Okay. So this will build the connection. This will build the, this link to the other person who has the problem you just overcome. Okay. So don't think you should be Einstein to be perceived as a a really intelligent, smart person. Okay. You just need to be perceived as the solution maker. And if you talk about what you had, what you made, what you get at the end, nobody can uh, be there saying, oh, it's not true. It's not right. No, because I live this. I made this. I came with this solution. So there's no way that you feel an imposter because you live it. So that's something that it's important as well.
1: Excellent point there, you know, building on past mistakes to find your solutions. I I like that. And so what I want to, um, you know, highlight with this, I mean, I think this is a great solution, especially for somebody who's trying to overcome imposter syndrome. So again, we talked about earlier. You want to make mistakes, but you want to use them as a learning opportunity. So, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to share a mistake I made. So one of those mistakes I made when I was starting out was trying to do everything at once and, (laughs) It's hard. I mean, you guys see me like right now and I I still don't do a good job or I say I don't do a great (laughs) job at it. You might see me like, oh, I'm looking off screen, for example, or I'm looking down (laughs) at something or things like that. And that's because we have equipment that we've been using to help find solutions to some of the problems. So for example, uh, at the beginning, it was, I would do everything. If I wanted to send out a tweet, I'd have to like, you know, if I wanted to like Promote it, I'd have to do the promotion, but then I'd have to, like, okay, let me also compose a tweet. Now I got to get into the show mode, all this other stuff. And you could actually get better at doing this. And Marco, one of the ways we like to do this is uh, we like that stream deck. Yeah. And <laughs> I know you have one of these. So, like, I'll talk about what this is, but then I want you to kind of talk about what, how this can actually help. Well, how this can actually help you build from those past mistakes and find solutions. So, like, for example, what the stream deck does is, It's literally a fully customizable product. So um, let's say your solution, your problem was, I want to bring background music into it, into your live streams. We haven't even gotten there, but let's say that's what it is. You can do that directly from the stream deck. It has the ability to bring background music in. Let's say you're a one person team and you're like, you know what? I don't have the, I don't have the money. I don't have the bandwidth to hire somebody. This has functionality depending on the platform you use to Switch camera angles, for example. You also, let's just, let's throw out another potential, you know, challenge that people might run into. Uh, mentioned earlier, if you want to um, send out like a tweet right before your show is getting ready to start, there's a button you can program on this to do just that. So it will send out a tweet with an image and a link. Very simple. So, Marco, can you kind of like, let's have you demo this if you have it. So I'm going to cut yeah, to Marco here and let you guys see this. So it's five, on my yeah. desk.
2: Okay. So yeah. one of the things I wanted, and mostly when I came uh, to Amazon Live as well, yeah. to make my shows and, for instance, to showcase the products, to make my unboxings, one of the things I came up was with uh, another camera with a different angle pointing to, the, to my desk. Okay. And I came with uh, the software OBS, which is good to do this kind of uh, work. I, I use OBS just as a virtual camera, okay? But the problem was I was looking to the all the scenes on OBS and I have there more than 20 and I, okay, this is the scene I need to bring and then it was not. And so this was kind of overwhelming. So I, I've been heard for uh, about uh, Stream Deck for a while and okay, it's time to try it. Okay, so for instance, now I can change scenes just using this button. Okay, now... Okay, okay, okay. I think, as you can see, okay. And I think one of uh, the cameras became lazy. Okay, also I can... I don't know why this lady it's not working today. Okay, but one of the things is that I can change cameras and this... Just... And now I... I'm used to this and I know I don't have to look at the stream deck to, to change the, the cameras, which is good. Also, I have here, uh, sound effects. Let me just do something really quickly. Okay. I think,
1: or do you want to show the stream deck? Maybe we show the software.
2: Well, we can show it. Yes. Let me,
1: yeah, let's do that. Let's show the software real quick. Show people how it works. So, yeah. So as the stream deck, as we mentioned, we talked about number five, which is, um, you know, again, number five, which is building from past mistakes to find solutions. So, for example, if you're and maybe it's not even a mistake, maybe it's just like, hey, I just really wasn't good at, you know, the process yet. So, again, you want to find ways to be smarter with how you work because, hey, you know, you can't afford a team. So one of those ways is to incorporate, you know, little shortcuts. And so this is, for example, this is um, the Stream Deck. And Marco, I'm going to let you kind of talk them through what this is. So so this is the Stream Deck, and I think you've got these are sounds, right? And Marco, I lost your audio, actually, for some reason. So I'll I'll walk them through this. So basically what Marco has done here is he's got the Stream Deck software pulled up. And what he does is he has all of these buttons are programmed with a sound that he wants to play. Okay, yeah, there you go. go ahead. So, so, so he's got this to play these different sounds. Can you do me a favor? Can we like let's go to a new panel actually and show people how easy it is to add this?
2: Okay. Oh my. Oh, <laughs> sorry. No
1: worries. So, Marcus okay. going to show. Yeah, it doesn't.
2: It doesn't show. It doesn't show the the drop down. Uh, okay. So manually. basically, what he's okay. doing is
1: he's clicking. He's adding a blank panel you have multiple panels. And then let's say he wants to like, let's use the first one. Let's do the Twitter one. Let's go to Twitter on the right-hand side. Yeah. So let's go to Twitter.
2: And we can go to Twitter. Okay.
1: Let's say we want to make a button. So let's say one of the problems we want to do is like, you know what, we're not doing it. We have to be honest with ourselves. We're not doing a good job at promoting our live streams ahead of time. So we want to schedule a tweet. So all you literally have to do here is drag the tweet button that's built in. He then can give it a title that goes on the button. He can then say what the account is. And then he schedule, He writes his text and he attaches an image. And then if he wants to send out a tweet, all he has to do is push the button. So he doesn't have to compose the button, compose it multiple times. He can do it just once.
2: And then I can add here uh, an, an image. image. Exactly. Okay. And let and me see if I have. Yeah, sure okay okay okay
1: where so basically what marker's doing here is you know he's adding an image he's dragging it in so that um so that you know for example if this is let's just use that uh pick one of those doesn't matter
2: okay for instance this one
1: okay so let's go so let's say he's going to pick that okay so he's going to add that that's actually so yeah. basically what he just did was he made a button that when he presses that button it's going to send out a tweet and it's going to include that image that he just selected he doesn't have to do this every single time. He can program these. Uh, it's the great thing about this. It, it saves you time. It helps you learn from the past mistake, which is, you know what? I didn't do a good job promoting it. Next thing we talked and, about. Yeah, go ahead.
2: And the good thing about this, be, mostly at the beginning, because you don't know which button does what. Yeah. One of the things you can do, it's go to this icon library.
1: Yeah, and you can okay. pick something else. And
2: for instance, let me see if there's a, a Twitter
1: and, and this is a great point, by the way.
2: It's, it's not. So, but you can you can just, if you go on the, this side, you can upload an image. For instance, you go, you Google, uh, and because this is not to share online, it's just yeah. to have yep. on Stream Deck, you, <laughs> you don't have to take uh, yep. that much uh, care about uh, copyrights. Right. So you can upload uh, an image so, as you, so you can see yep. uh, which button does what
1: exactly so that's a feature you can do you can also go into there's a sound option you can drag sound effects in there's all sorts of things that you can do with the stream deck so again it's a problem solver in itself so it helps you know so if you learn there's things i used to do what can i do to improve it great way to do that okay so marco let's move to let me check the comments real quick see if we have got any comments um I like this one actually. So uh, NLTMW, a couple of great points here. He's saying juggling is a life skill.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Very
1: true. And then he also says that you have to learn from the mistakes of others. You won't live long enough to make them all yourself. Absolutely. So that's a great point. So again, that's one of those things where like, if you work with other people, you surround yourself <laughs> with the right types of people. They're not people good to point, tell you you're doing a good job. What they're there to do is to help you along the way. So for example, it's like, um, it's like, if you want to say, you want to launch a business, you aren't going to go reach out to somebody who has already launched a business and say, Hey, would you like to be my partner? Right. Chances are they, they may, but you want to, you know, you want to be strong enough to do it yourself. And so you may reach out to them and say something like, Hey, can you, do you do consulting? Do you offer consulting? Do you offer coaching? So you're, you may be trying to launch a business, but you're getting a business coach who has made those same mistakes and guess what? They're worth their time because if you make, sometimes people make a mistake and it takes them a long time to figure out they made a mistake versus if you worked with a coach at the beginning, you would have understood these are the things I need to avoid so that you avoid them immediately. And you basically, it's like a, it's almost like a cheat code, I guess you could say. Like if you're playing games or anything like that and you want to skip levels, you learn from other people who've made these mistakes so that you don't make the same ones. And you basically can go instead of from one, two, three, four, five steps, you can go from one to step three and skip step two because you've learned from other people. So, um, so definitely keep that in mind. Okay. So number six, in terms of overcoming imposter syndrome as a live streamer is to be open to feedback. So Marco, can you tell people about this one as well?
2: This is important uh, to understand. And the feedback, again, it's like the that voices I spoke before, okay? You can be your feedback source as well, okay? No problem at all with that. Uh, just, you just need to be fair. And also finding the right people to give you feedback. Because most of the times, because we are lazy, because... We are some, at some point we are kind of afraid of asking feedback to the right persons. Uh, Where do we find feedback? A friend, a relative, father, mother, boyfriend, girlfriend, a cousin. The problem with this is that most of the time they won't give you the right feedback. What they could do. Oh, you're so good. My son, you're so good. My daughter. Oh my God. I love all everything you do. Or, oh my God, stop doing that. It's not good. Why are you wasting your time with that? Find a real job. And this is not the right feedback you need. There, there's only two per people who can help you with proper feedback. Number one, those people who already uh, made the thing you are doing now. Okay. Because they understand your pains. They understand how you can overcome that difficulty. They understand everything to give you a proper feedback. And the other person that can help you it's your target audience. Okay. Look for people who are your uh, target audience who fits your uh, customer and ask them, look, what do you think about this? Does this resonate with you? I'm. I'm. I. Do I speak your language? Does this make sense? Does this? It's understandable. My point. And if they say yes, perfect. Hopefully you're in the right uh, way. And if not, uh, understand how you can adjust. Because asking to a friend, asking to someone w- which is related to you, not in a business way. Could give you bad, bad, bad feedback.
1: Absolutely true, and I gotta say, I love the example that you made. You gave just a second ago. I'm all for asking your parents and your family and your close best friends, but you need honest feedback from people. Yeah, absolutely. For example, I do a, I do a show uh, called Live Stream Reviews, and like we always talk about like, like I, we bring people on and we do reviews of their streams. And so what we always, you know, what I always come across a lot of times is I make sure I preface it with, you know what? I'm not doing this to like, say something hurtful. I'm trying to give you honest feedback. And so you have to make sure people are open to feedback. Cause if you give them, if you yeah, give them yeah, really negative yes, feedback, yes. they're not going to take it well. If you, you know, if they're very yeah. defensive at that point. So you need to be open to feedback. Here's the thing. Feedback it's not feedback to tear you down to tell you like, Oh, you know what like, you never should have done that. Like, I'll give you a great example here. So, um, Emma Raducanu. So I don't know if you you probably maybe don't even know her. If you follow tennis, she just won the U S open as a qualifier, by the way. And apparently, and I think like, I think the story was, it was her or guess what? She was playing another teenager, right? So the story is this. So the story is that, uh, one of these players, they were, they were told that, you know, like, I think it was actually her opponent, uh, Lila Fernandez. And like, she was told that like, she was, she would not be successful at tennis. And here's the, here's the reason. So, so she was constantly told by people like, you know, Hey, like you should not, you know, you shouldn't pursue tennis. Yeah. It was actually her opponent actually. So her opponent was, uh, let's see how, how tall her opponent was four foot 11. So she's super short. Right. And the thing is, That gives her a bit of a disadvantage. And so what ends up happening is people end up saying, well, you know what? They they tell her like, you know, you're not good at tennis or you're not going to be good at this. You need to pick a different sport, right? And the thing is that that can be very harmful. And so just because like this could be your family telling you this, like, oh, your family could say, go get an education because because that's probably what they did. And I, (laughs) I believe in education, but I also know that there are different paths that people can take to get to these different Absolutely. places. And so what I'm getting at is that, you know, if she first, if they listen to their critics who had said, you know what, you're too short, for example, or you know what, it's going to take you a long time to get there. Or, you know what, you don't have the money to do that. Find the way, be open to feedback,
0: Th-
1: thank them for telling them, you know what, Hey, thanks a lot for telling me that. I I appreciate, for example, if Marco said, Hey Christian, you know, I wish you could do this differently. I'm open to feedback. And then it's up to me to whether I want to make that change or whatnot. Um, when I'm doing my live stream, so again, um, don't feel like you know someone else is dictating what you want to do, but you do have to be realistic. But you also want to make sure you surround yourself with the right people that give you—I don't want to say the right feedback because there really is no right feedback. You don't want yeah. somebody—you don't want somebody to say, you know what? Yes, Marco, you should always do this, even though really, you know what? Oh, Marco, nah, you're not really good at that. Like you're good at something <laughs> else versus trying to fit that squ- square that round peg into a square hole. So, so number six, in terms of imposter syndrome, be open to feedback and then use that feedback to get better, to, to make yourself bulletproof. Okay. So number seven on the way to overcoming imposter syndrome as a live streamer, Marco, what is number seven?
2: It's, it's kind of the. F and kind of F and uh, when you you are doing this, which is look back what you made, what was good, and celebrate what you did good. If there's not that many things to celebrate, you should celebrate that you did something. And when you do something, when we talk about content creation and mostly, live streaming, you're in that, I think, 5% minority. Have this in mind, because sometimes we think, oh, there are so many people doing live streaming, so many people creating content. Lie. The problem is that you see all the people that are almost all the people that are doing this, but they we are so few, so few, 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 Okay, so there's a place for you. Okay, so at the end, start celebrating, oh, I did it. And then look, okay, what I need to make better. I have this issue with sound. Do I need to have a better microphone? Do I need to talk closer to the microphone or farther? Think about it you're not looking at the camera and this is something that usually we do okay we don't look at the camera often because sometimes the there's a problem with the, the, the where is the camera located and also we tend to look to the screen also for instance you didn't talk the right the right way about the topic you were willing to talk or you don't didn't make the the, the the live show entertaining or engaging or everything at the next, when you start the preparation of the next one, have this in mind. Okay. But in a good way, in a positive way, don't stop doing things because you, Oh my God. For instance, the last live stream I made yesterday on my my own channel, after hundreds of live shows, I didn't uh, had the right microphone chosen. And I started and then when I was at the middle of the show, I played the video on Amazon and I was not having a, an amazing sound. This Will this stop me? No, this will make me more cautious about this. Okay, next time I will go and double-check, triple-check if I choose the right microphone, okay? And then improve, 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 improve. That's the only way I know to become better, to improve, because there's no other way. I, I don't know anyone that was the best in his field or her field without doing nothing, maybe the not doers yes there could be a, a really good competition on that field with people who never did anything but yeah. i i understand that you need to look back and see what you did good what you did not so good and correct improve and that's it
1: and here's the thing a lot of this they all all of these things about overcoming imposter syndrome you know that you're not good enough for example like they all build on one another so i think the first thing is Over, you know, the first thing is, you know, a making sure that you are comfortable, for example, putting yourself out there. Like if you want to get out there as a live streamer and you've never done it, you got to get comfortable first. So you're at, you're already set that, you know, you already set that bar. The other thing is now, okay, so if you have no like experience, how do you go about doing it? Let's go learn from others and let's surround ourselves with people. Like, for example, let's go join communities of other people who are passionate about something. Um, let's, you know, in addition to that, like, let's like be open to feedback from people because the more, the more you can get the feedback, it doesn't mean that you have to take every single piece of feedback you get from someone. Yeah, it doesn't mean that you can't work with gurus and colleagues, even though they're not going to be your customers. It doesn't mean that you can't prepare yourself as we mentioned with the rocket book or, you know, getting the right computer, for example, to do the, to the right job. It's setting yourself up. So, you know, it's like, if you don't have the right computer and you want to live stream, let's start, let's, let's start there. Get the, you know, first have a plan, but then start to put the pieces in place. You know what your goal is. You want to be a live streamer or you want to be, you know, you want to start your own show. So you can all, you, you can take advice from people, you know, um, you can, uh, you can look, you know. If somebody gives you a reference, for example, don't take it at face value and say, okay, well, Marco recommended this person. Look at, look at the person's background. Do they actually, you know, do they fit within what I'm trying to do? For example, Marco, it could, it could be a good recommendation, but it may not work with, you know, what I'm trying to do. So, um, so again, all of these different things, they play, they build Mm -hmm. on top of one another, making mistakes, learn from the mistakes, get better, get faster at it. For example you know, Hey, I didn't know, like, for example, the lights behind me, I didn't know what kind of lights to get. So I talked to people, you know, um, I, I, I thought about like, what kind of system, like I said, okay, you know what? I want to put lights in my live stream, you know, nothing great, but I want to put some lights. And instead of just like going out and buying them, I did a little asking around I said, Hey, you know what, what do you recommend? And people would always come back with certain brands. They'd also come back with um, recommending, like if I'm building a system, They said, you know what, instead of buying a whole bunch of other lights only to replace them, try to buy a whole system, for example. So, again, it's finding problems, uh, finding solutions to your problems um, and things like that. But, again, uh, being open to feedback. And then lastly, we talked about, like, you know, course correcting. And, again, course correcting is going to help you. Like we said, it was easy. We said at the beginning, it's easy to push the go live button once you've gotten over that first initial hurdle, you know, (laughs) but it is easy To do live video, it's easy to make pre-recorded videos, but guess what? It's hard to then turn it into something. And that's where you have to be open to course correcting, feedback from people, you know, making those kinds of adjustments. So, Marco, what I want to do real quick, I'm going to just do a quick recap here. Um, Okay. (laughs) I'm just going to run right through these real quick. Uh, You know, for those of you who have been tuning in, uh, if you do want to check out all the gear, go to launcher.live forward slash gear. If you want to check out this specific episode launcher.live slash EP nine zero, but I'm going to do a very quick recap and then we're going to wrap things up actually, (coughs) because we decided we want to actually reduce the length of the show a little bit. So, um, so we talked about it earlier. So I'm going to run through the seven things. Number one was respect your progress. Number two is it was to prepare yourself So make sure you got the right tools, the right equipment, you know, knowing what's actually going to go into it, you know, don't, don't just don't say you're going to do something and not do it. So if you want to get good at something, you know, you've got to prepare yourself. Like you want to be a basketball player. You've got to prepare yourself. It means you might have to get up early. It means you might not get to do other things. So prepare yourself. Make sure you got the right stuff. Number three, uh, we talk about don't rely too much on references. So it's great to have people give you references to things, but make sure you do your own research. Number four. Just because you've got you know friends and you've got other gurus that are you know also doing the same thing, don't don't think they're going to ever be your customer. They typically are running their own business, or doing their own thing. So keep that in mind. Uh, doesn't mean you can't work with them. It just means that you need to just pay attention to that, you know, and, and take what they tell you at face value. You know, take take what they say, you know, internalize it, and then decide if that's the right thing. Number five, build from past mistakes to find solutions. Again, if it's an if it's a equipment issue, if it's a you know, hey, I don't have the right like team, for example. Let's find those solutions. Let's fix it. Let's build it fast. Number six, you're going to get better when you're open to feedback. So don't be afraid to listen to other people. Uh, you know, if like your family, your close, close, close friends, your brothers, your sisters, your business part, they're going to all very likely give you what you want to hear. They're going to give you that positive feedback. But don't mistake that for actual constructive criticism to actually improve what you're doing. And then- you know, we said being open to course correct when needed so if somebody gives you feedback and they said hey you know what your live shows they were two hours long but you know I didn't see a whole lot of engagement well then maybe we do actually need to look at how long the shows are instead of being two hours let's try to shorten to an hour and a half an hour let's test some things let's see what actually works let's get our vehicle back on track because again every point will get you somewhere like you could every path you can go take any path and it will get you somewhere but guess what the best path to take is the direct path. So you want to try to eliminate some of, you know, that whole like winding path to get somewhere. Like instead of having to like make this big loop to get somewhere, let's go, let's try to find a shorter path that gets us there. So anything else you want to add Marco about this episode?
2: Well, I think this will give me, you give us a a good idea for next show, which will be, how to start, how to get rid of the fear of going live. Definitely. I was thinking about uh, building a process step-by-step uh, step, how you can start in live streaming because some people, they, uh, they say to me, look, this sounds good, but I'm, I'm not comfortable of going live at the first time. And yeah. I say, you don't need it. So I think this could be a nice idea from, uh, for the uh, next show.
1: Sounds good. So with that, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 90 of the Launcher Live show and audio podcast. Remember, all you have to do is go to launcher.live slash EP90. That'll get you over to the video feed of this. Uh, if you're listening on, uh, on Spotify or Amazon uh, podcast or uh, Apple podcast, do us a favor and Uh, feel free to leave us a review if you're on Amazon live do us a favor click that follow button so you don't miss any of the future shows that we do because we do a show every single week and so with that I want to thank you all for tuning in we will see you all on a future episode bye everyone
0: we appreciate you joining us So until next time, keep going live.